Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Word Up Podcast, your daily Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, we'd like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, the NIV. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. I read the New Living Translation as well, which says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Hmm. The Bible is forever the manner for life and relevant in every phase of one's life. There is no instance where the word of God is fit for second place. This word came when Joshua, Moses' protege, was being prepped by God after Moses' death to lead the children of Israel into the land God promised them. Moses saw great exploit in his walk with God and had encounters that no one before him had experienced. God was giving Joshua the blueprint to Moses' success in leadership. As long as Moses, the servant of God, was in obedience to God, he thrived in whatever he did. At the point where he acted in favor of the people and despised the word he received, God was angry with him and he could not lead the people into the land for which God delivered them from slavery in Egypt. I read the first line of the verse from the two translations we read earlier. NLT says, Study this book of instruction continually. Study this book of instruction continually. NIV says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. When I pondered on this, what came to mind was a question. At what point in life did you need to keep anything on your lips continually? Think about it for a second. For me, it was when I was in medical school preparing for exams and after then, whenever I needed to take a professional exam. Then the Holy Spirit said to me, Life is an exam. The Holy Bible is the original textbook and the exam date is any and every day. You have no idea where or when you would be tested. This calls for studying the word rather than just reading for pleasure or even neglecting it. When I study for an exam, I make notes, do research, discuss with colleagues, commit to memory the key points to help me remember certain concepts. It's no different with scriptures. We are to study to show ourselves approved unto God and rightly divide the word of truth. Let's not take the word of God with levity. It is the manual for life with which we will pass life's tests. 
the first temptation was a test of the accurate knowledge of God's word. Hear what the devil asked. Did God really say you should not eat from any fruit in the garden? Did God really say? What do we say? Words. Testing Eve's grasp of what had been said. Eve's response showed a weak understanding of what was instructed, so the devil struck. Hmm. Satan can only attack you through a fault in your understanding of what God has said. I'll take that again. Satan can only attack through a fault in your understanding of what God has said. He came to Jesus and again tested his understanding of what was said and Jesus proved to him that he had a solid grasp of the word by quoting what was written. Jesus told him, It is written, it is written, it is written, and Satan left. Enough of neglecting the word of God. We need to get into the habit of not only reading, but now studying and most of all, meditating on what we have read and studied. It is in the place of meditation that transformation occurs and we are changed to being more like Christ. There's revelation knowledge from the word of God that can only be caught when we stay on the word for some time. The verse says again, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. This scripture addresses our words, our minds, thoughts and actions and how these affect the outcome of our entire life and determine whether we become successful or not. Clearly, true success is not about making 500% return on investment, but true success starts from having a prosperous heart and a redeemed soul. God's desire for us is that we speak only what He speaks, think His word and act based on scripture. We'll find in scriptures how we were instructed on what to say. Let's see Matthew 10 and 19, easy to read version. When they ask you to stand in front of the leaders, do not be afraid. Do not worry about what you should say or how you should say it. At that time, God will give you the right words to speak. So we see God's word instructing us on what to say. Regarding our thoughts, let's see Philippians 4 and 8, same easy-to-read version. It says, Now, my friends, I want to say this to you. Fill your minds with thoughts about good things. Think about things that are true, clean, right, and lovely. Always think about things which people know are very good. Mm. And regarding our actions, let's see Philippians 2 verse 5 and 6a. From the New Century Version. In your lives, you must think and act like Jesus Christ. Christ himself was like God in everything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Brethren, we can go on and on in this beautiful piece of scripture. But the bottom line is this. God is asking us to be focused on his word in our daily lives. It is the manual for living and answers every question. 
Let's not allow the troubles of this life take the place of God's word in our mouths and thoughts. Whatever you sow into your heart will manifest in your actions. As we wrap up today, what are some life lessons we could learn from this verse? Number one, we must understand the word of God accurately to succeed in life and stand in the evil day. Lesson number two, meditation is an intense form of worship. Meditation on God's word, of course. It takes a deliberate effort for the word of God not to leave your mouth. Speaking statistics of this world means the word has left your mouth. So let's be guided. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth to us today. We ask, dear Father, that you help us to be focused on your word. Help us to keep the book of instruction, your words, your revelation, knowledge on our lips. Help us to meditate on it day and night and help us to act on it. Help us to fill our thoughts, our mouths and our actions with your word. Help us to be inspired by your word to act. We thank you because you're a good God and you always help us. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, we have prayed. Amen. Thanks for tuning into the Word of Podcast today. We hope you've been inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com. We'd be delighted to read from you. You could also do it by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up Podcast. God bless you. Bye-bye.